Hi, this is Heidi. Episode 29, Compare Despair. Life isn't a spectator sport. Success comes to those who show up every day with a pocket full of courage, grit, and a little sparkle. Hello, hello, friends and family and all my listeners. This podcasting thing is so fun and I'm connecting with so many of you all over. Please take a few minutes to leave a five-star rating in iTunes and review the podcast. Huge thank you to those who have. I just saw several people this morning who had just listened to my episode on worry and they were so contemplative and we discussed all the things going on right now coronavirus anyone that we could worry about or maybe college admissions for our kids whatever it is I'm grateful the episodes are helping you when you're ready to take this work to a deeper level and really change your thinking and how you show up in the world book a phone call consult with me to see what private one-on-one coaching is all about it's life-changing my friends Last week, a client got on the call and she said super enthusiastically, you work. This work is changing me. She said she was a bit skeptical at first that like changing her thoughts would change how she felt and acted. And she is seeing and feeling the change firsthand now. It's beautiful. So y'all, this does all work. Today's topic is about comparison or my favorite way to say it, compare despair. Because the only thing that comes from comparison is despair. Nothing positive or helpful or inspiring comes from comparing ourselves to others. Comparison is when we try to line up things or people or anything and we see where we are the same and where we're different. The issue with the comparisons that we make between our lives and our children and our successes and our talents and so forth is we end up comparing and focusing our weaknesses, our backyards, our messiness with everyone else's strengths, their front yards and all the areas where they have life seemingly all figured out. So since this is the formula for our comparison, we will almost always be on the losing end of the calculation, unless you're the best in the world at something. And even then, you're probably not the best at everything. Comparison is very outward focused. It is looking at how we stack up externally with other people. Who has what? Which kid gets into what college? Material objects are so easy to make comparisons with. Who goes on vacation where? Also, how much can one person get done? or the visible output of one person's life. Comparison can then lead us to act a certain way or do certain things in our desire or hope that someone else might think a certain thing about us. But you have listened enough to me to know three things. One, we don't know what another person is thinking about us. Two, their thoughts and their comparisons are 100% grounded in their life experiences, their securities and insecurities. And three, the only opinion or scorecard that really matters is what we think of ourselves and the value we give ourselves, our strengths and weaknesses. I found this quote by Warren Buffett that I love. 
The big question about how people behave is whether they've got an inner scorecard or an outer scorecard. It helps if you can be satisfied with the inner scorecard. That's a great quote, isn't it? This is because the most important things in life are measured inwardly. Sometimes it could seem easy to play by someone else's rules. That's only because many of us don't sit down to do the hard work of figuring out who we want to be, deciding what really matters to us. Do we care more about our opinion or about someone else's opinion? When it comes down to it, the only thing that you are the best at and no one else can compare with is being you, uniquely you, you with all your talents and shortcomings, you with your gifts, a few insecurities as well, along with all those areas where you shine. When we compare, we are subconsciously questioning, well, is something wrong with me? I think there might be. So let me stack up myself against what I see in others, not the behind the curtain version of another person. And I'll score myself, as Warren Buffett said. It's a poor exercise. It's comparing apples and oranges, two different fruits, different tastes, grown in different climates, very different for very good reasons. And our world is big enough for lots of oranges and apples. The world is big enough for me in all of my uniqueness and all of you just as you are, perfect and complete. And when we own this and really understand it, we stop trying to measure up to other people and we can evaluate where we want to grow, see how we can improve our skills, reach a higher potential, our potential, not another person's potential. As parents, we need to very closely watch where we accidentally and unintentionally compare one of our children to another one of our children, one of their siblings. And oh heavens, it's so easy to do and it can be so destructive. I catch myself having a mindset oh, I wish this child would be inspired to be neater like this child, or this child's outgoing and I think this other child needs to develop that skill. Yikes. And I've said things before catching myself. I, I really hope my kids don't remember those things. Now I've learned to catch all those thoughts I have in those weird comparisons. Why do I think this one quality is more advantageous over another? Maybe this child being an introvert is really a superpower of those. Am I honoring that each of my children is different and working at different capabilities? Why do I think my children should be a certain way? Our kids are doing all the comparing themselves. They don't need parents heaping it on. They desperately need us to love them as individuals, love them as their unique selves, love them in the hot mess of teenage years, see them as being totally okay. They are doing all the social media comparisons or school comparisons on their own. This spring, both of my sons will be playing on their school JV lacrosse team. They have different years of experience, different athletic skills, and they play different positions on the field. They've been playing some preseason games, and I watch myself very closely not to compare one with another. After the games, to compliment and point out all the good I saw in each which is different. All of my clients with teenagers come to me with thoughts that their kids are struggling more than other kids or their child should be at a different stage. Well, should is code for their child is behind. All because they're comparing what their child has accomplished with the children of their friends or peers. And it's usually comparing 
that one person they see on Facebook and what they make up as the successes of that person. Now, I think it's good to think positive of others, but not when we use it to beat ourselves up and judge ourselves and our family as being behind in the game of life or not stacking up, which since there is no universal yardstick or measurement, the whole idea of comparing is just useless and only brings us pain. Even if we see a whole lot of kids doing a certain thing at a certain time or age, it isn't really a measurement we have to buy into if we don't want to. The pain comes in our thoughts and what we make it mean about us. So you see on social media, other children are accepted to a certain college and your child isn't. What do you make that mean about your child? And worse, what do you make that mean about your worth and value as a parent? A peer at work gets a promotion. That's about them and their accomplishments and whatever the boss needed. You can be happy for them. When you compare yourself, you might make this person's promotion mean you aren't valued at the company or you'll never get ahead or no one likes you. This is all a big story made up in the compare despair universe. Okay, you see online, a friend of yours takes her family on a trip around the world for six months and homeschools them. And your family goes on an annual trip to the closest beach or mountains, rarely out of state. What do you make your friend's trip mean about you? What do you make it mean about their experiences compared to the experiences of your children? The way to stop comparison is when we feel those pangs of insecurity or scarcity or insufficiency, we pause our thoughts. Ask ourselves, another child going to a certain college or a coworker's promotion or another family's trip means nothing about me. My brain is trying to protect me from anything being wrong with me, but these things are about them. They're not about me. Our brains want to protect us. We just have to use our higher brain to tell the lower brain that there's nothing to worry about here. Tell yourself, my children will go to the perfect college for them. At the right time, they'll get the training and education they need to thrive in the ways they are made so they shine. There's room enough in the world for our coworkers and us to get promotions, grow, reach our potential. I can be inspired by this person. Other families operate in their lane and my job is to be with my family in my lane. I get to decide what the right either educational or recreational or other options are for my family. I can celebrate others. Celebrating feels a lot better than comparing. Other families or other people aren't better than us. External things don't add up into some universal measuring cup. Our job, which is our responsibility in our lane of life, is to see our value, honor our strengths. As Warren Buffett said, Be okay with our inner scorecard, knowing we're unique and we are doing the best we can. We have to constantly remind ourselves, I don't know the challenges or even talents of anyone else. I don't know what promptings others are given in how to parent their children or what to do with their time or even rules in their home. We don't know. Our job is to be fully present in our lives and step out of thinking we know what's right or even what's going on for others. I remember doing a lot of comparing my parenting or activities my kids were in when they were a lot younger. 
or educational opportunities I gave them, maybe how much TV or shows they watched. I caught myself using comparison to then judge if I was a good mom or bad mom or if I was hurting my kids or helping them. Totally toxic and totally not helpful and totally based in insecurity. Instead of me being very grounded and confident in my decisions, which I could adjust if I ever wanted to, I would look to outside sources for either confirmation or evidence that I was doing it wrong. When in reality, it's my job to tell myself I'm doing it right, doing it the best I can, that I'm making the perfect, now remember, perfect means complete, perfect decisions for myself and my children with the information I have at the time. My job isn't to look outward for validation. It's hard though, but this is the work of coaching and seeing our thoughts. One reason to really identify and be aware of where compare despair shows up in your life is because we act differently when we have different thoughts and different emotions and feelings fueling our life. So just imagine with me, you meet a group of friends and the thoughts going through your head are, oh, I'm not as good or as pretty as them or my children aren't succeeding the way their children are. These thoughts create insecurity, maybe shame, maybe guilt. They cause us to feel broken or like there's something wrong with us. Now, how do you act around people when you're feeling insecure, shame, guilt, broken? You act the way I do. We fixate on the things we don't measure up to. We focus on our weakness. We hyperinflate their strengths in our head. Maybe we slink into the background. We get defensive in what we're saying to them. That's a good one. We respond to the conversation, trying to defend whatever is going on in our life. See the comparison in our head that we make up shows up for everyone to see. Now, whatever anyone else is thinking really isn't our business, but I hope you see that thoughts and emotions fuel actions that are not our best. They're not us standing in our potential, in our integrity. We don't show up with confidence in ourselves and who we are right then. So if our goal is to live a life that's more fully aligned with our inner values, trying to reach our potential, shine with our gifts, we need to watch those comparing thoughts and remove the despair from our body and our lives. Because if nothing else, we can't bless others with our gifts when we're comparing. And we don't feel secure enough to share our real selves and create connection with others. Comparison pulls up those perfectionism shields. Self-confidence and self-love, on the other hand, allow us to drop the perfectionism shield and be ourselves with everyone. If other people compare, that isn't our business. We only need to focus on what's going on in our head. Now, I want to say something about being inspired by others. This is different than comparing. I'm a huge fan of admiring strengths of other people, even seeing people shine in certain ways. And there have been times that this has mentally given me permission to shine myself. Being inspired is rooted in love for the other person and love for yourself. Being inspired and wanting to emulate or imitate someone is rooted in abundance. Knowing another person's awesomeness is about them and it doesn't take away from my awesomeness. Recently, a soon-to-be high school graduate girl was telling me about other students accepted at a very prestigious college she was accepted to. 
and she was going to go meet them to interview for scholarships. And this young woman is highly accomplished herself. And she said how easy it was when the other kids mentioned their accomplishments to think, oh, wow, they're amazing. I'm not that amazing. But I could see the switch in her eyes as we chatted briefly, and she could refocus her brain to acknowledge all of her super amazing accomplishments. Yes, probably different from the other kids. And in fact, she could think the thought, I've been picked to be with these other amazing kids because I'm amazing too. I can always tell when I'm rooted in love for myself and others because I so effortlessly offer tons of genuine compliments to others. I don't put myself down and I can be inspired because I love these people. Comparison has an ugly face. Love and admiration look beautiful and confident. I want you to also celebrate your PRs, your personal records. The gym I go to, Orange Theory, is all about improving personally, setting my own pace and me making small improvements. The coaches celebrate when anyone makes a PR. Our whole community celebrates that. It's not about competing or being better. We all come to the gym with different strengths and handicaps. Comparing is fruitless and doesn't help us improve and grow. Just like in life, we need to celebrate where we are making strides in our life, where we are improving every day, how we are better than yesterday, and seeing how our own self-love and compassion can grow even when we're making mistakes. A PR can be how quickly we say we're sorry or recover. Remember, comparison is the biggest thief of joy and happiness, and feeling more of those emotions feels a lot better than despair and shame. Life isn't a race. We aren't in competition with anyone else. It's our job to be the very best us and individual we can be because there's no one else on the planet like us. If you feel comparison is hindering you from reaching your goals and showing up as the person you want to be, please reach out and set up an intro call and a mini session through my website, HeidiBenjaminson.com or via social media. You'll be surprised how easily you can pivot and see the world a little differently. Changing just one thought can put you on a path to a whole new future. This is what I do every day with clients. I'm great at it, and I can't wait to talk to you. Keep on sharing the podcast, and I'll see you next week.